0: Pastor Varun and Pastor Da Lahaprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. Okay, tonight I would like to talk about King Solomon and about happiness. Why don't we pray, huh? Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your word. We love your word. We believe, Lord, that your word cleanses our life and it transforms our mind. It It is the food of our spirit. Father, we don't want to be starving with spiritual food. We want to grow. We want to learn more. We want to be strengthened by the word of God. Father, we ask for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, we decrease and you increase so that your Holy Spirit can fully work through us, Lord. We ask you to speak not only the Logos, but the Ramah, the word from heaven, directly to every listener of this teaching, both in this room and through the CD, Father. Thank you, Lord. Help me indeed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If you look around in this world, you can see that people will do everything to get happiness. People want to be happy. People want to have satisfaction. And this happened to every generation and every language and every culture. You go to Japan people go out karaoke and smoke and eat you know I heard that Japanese don't go home until very late at night because they go out and drink and eat they want to be happy you know you go to um, um, Disney World people stand in the line for a long long time some line lasts about 45 minutes in order to get into the ride that lasts about two seconds or two minutes or something like that (laughs) So people really seek happiness. How many people agree with that? Everyone seek happiness. And that's why um, people go to school so that they can get a good job and get good money, good uh, good paycheck. Can buy good stuff, good uh, uh, car, have a nice house. People want to be happy. How many of you want to be happy here? Everyone wants to be happy. Do you notice that sometimes happiness doesn't last? Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Notice that? You know, happiness that the world offers you doesn't last. And, and the happiness that the world offers is not a true happiness. So we want to tonight look at what King Solomon says about happiness, about satisfaction. In fact, he should be the man that can describe happiness very well. Why? Because King Solomon is one of the richest men in the whole world. He, he has the biggest territory. He owns many lands. He, his nation at that time was very, very influential. He has a, He's the man of high knowledge and wisdom. His palace was very huge. You know, even one time Queen of Sheba in First uh, King chapter 10 Queen of Sheba came and gave him a lot of, you know, um, gifts. And when she walked into his palace, the Bible says she had no spirit left on her, in her. She was so overwhelmed by his wisdom and riches. And she noticed that his men were very happy. So King Solomon was really, really rich, wise, had everything that man could dream of. But I would like to show you from the scripture what he said today about what man tried to gain, how man tried to gain happiness in this world. And I noticed that there are many kinds of people and different kinds of people try to gain happiness through different ways. Why don't we turn to Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verses 16 to 18. Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verses 16 to 18. The Bible says, I thought to myself. This is what King Solomon said. I thought to myself, look, I have grown In other words, he's grown up now. He's not a kid anymore. I have grown and increased. Not only that, he increased. As he grew up, he increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. I have experienced much of wisdom and knowledge. Then I applied myself to the understanding of wisdom. And also of madness and folly. But I learned that this too is a chasing after the wind. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. (laughs) King Solomon, the wisest man in the world. Why? Because God gave him such wisdom. God gave him Very high wisdom. The man of knowledge and wisdom. He concluded after many years of experiences of being a wise king. He said that that wisdom that I received from God is a vanity. It's like a chasing after the wind. Can you chase after the wind? Can you grab a wind? When you grab wind, what happened? It go out of your hand. Is that right? The wind will go out of your hand. It's like trying to struggle to get the wind, but you never get the wind. You, you run after the wind, but the wind keep going. You'll never be able to contain the wind. So he tried to say that wisdom is senseless compared to something else that he's going to mention at the end that I will make a conclusion. He said that it's vexation. Vanity. No, if you really, you know, some people really, really study hard. I have seen friends who try to get to master's degree, PhD. They study, you know, they, they read journals. They be, try to become professors of university. They, they gain so much knowledge. You know, people, some people are so smart. Have you ever seen smart people? I know one. His name is Santi. <laughs> a lot of wisdom. <laughs> okay. You know, very wise. He you know about computer. He you knows a lot about uh, worship. You know, a man of wisdom. Some people really have many diplomas on the wall. Many, many uh, school diploma. Maybe like uh, MBA, you know, MDiv. PhD, everything. You know, they go to Bible school and go to, the, the, they have so many educations and knowledge. But King Solomon make a conclusion that knowledge and wisdom are vanity. They do not give any satis- uh, satisfaction to you. How many people agree with that? You know, I, uh, I study, when I told my patient how long I study from high school, from high school, I was in college for six more years to get MD. And after that, four more years to be a neurosurgeon in Thailand. And then another eight years in America to be neurosurgeon in America. So all together, 18 years after high school to come to this point. But I tell you, all this medical knowledge that I have doesn't give me happiness at all. It may you, I may be thrilled a little bit. Today, I watched uh, a... A movie in the in a TV, uh, the movie from Thailand. And this guy looked for the name on the board that he will go into university, pass the intern exam. And when he saw his name in that, he jumped up and down. And he was very happy. That re- reminded me when I was 18 years old and I saw my name, that I was accepted into the medical school called Chulalongkorn Kong University in Bangkok. I was so happy. But now I look back. All these things are just temporary things. No true happiness. It's gone very fast. It it, it did did not bring me true satisfaction. How many people agree with that? Amen. 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 A great scholar cannot be happy until he becomes a servant of God. Amen. Amen. A scholar will not be happy until he knows Jesus. Look at another verse. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 1. Can people read that? Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 1. How about Pastor Dar, can you read that please? I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with mirth. Therefore, enjoy pleasure, but surely this also was vanity. Mm -hmm. So that is from New King James Version. New King James Version talk about pleasure is like a like a vanity. Amen. So you think King Solomon has all the money? You think he can have fun? Mm-hmm. You can you think he can have fun of the world? He can have pleasure? What kind of pleasure are people seeking today? Can you tell me? What kind of pleasure are people seeking today? Computer games. Computer games, what else? <laughs> Vacation. Vacation? <laughs> <laughs> Waikiki Beach, <laughs> Maui. Perez. <laughs> huh? Perez. Oh, yeah. Amen. Okay. House, car, nice house, car. Family. Nice houses. Pleasure. Amen. Nice good food. Oh, I, I know one restaurant now in Bangkok. <laughs> when I go next time with Pasada, I will take her there. Thai food is so good. In in Impala. Um, Chopping mall. Oh, so good. I heard that the, the, the king's daughter go there all the time. So I need to go there next time with Pasada. Good food. Pleasure. Oh. <laughs> it's so good. We all look for food. We look for material. We like to have a nice car, sport car, you know, all kind of stuff. We, we want pleasure. But King Solomon, who can gain can get anything he wants in the world at that time for pleasure. He say, he make a conclusion that pleasure proved to be meaningless, vanity, empty, false, futile. <coughs> it's a futility, falsity, emptiness. No true happiness and satisfaction in pleasure and the delightness of the sense. You know, God give us five senses: smell, vision, hearing, taste, and touch. the The physical senses. And God give all of these senses, five senses, for us to enjoy. Enjoy the taste of food. Enjoy the sight. The sightseeing. Enjoy the 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 softness of your car, the seat. You know, the leather seat, whatever. But King Solomon said, all these things that you feel from your senses are meaningless. And God warned us in Luke chapter 12. If you turn to Luke chapter 12, verses 19 to 20. God say that, don't attach to the pleasure of the world. Don't get attached. Amen." Amen. Hallelujah. Even handsomeness can go away too. Don't just look for a handsome man, look for a godly man. Amen. Look at Luke chapter twelve verses nineteen to twenty. Okay. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many good led up for many years. Take your ease, eat. Drink and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Mm, That's enough. Thank you. So you can see that uh, Jesus warned us. This rich man has everything. He built many barns. He gathered everything for himself, I, I, me, me, me. If you read the whole part in Luke chapter 12 from uh, verse 13 on, talking about the rich fool, he he was looking for happiness at the end of his life and retirement. You know, be careful. A lot of people think that they gather money, they don't want to serve God, they just want to have fun, gather all the money and the houses and materials, and they think that by the time they get retired, they're going to have fun. And God said, ah ha ha ha, you don't know you have tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Actually I have to feel, I have to tell you right now that I feel very urgent to serve the Lord even more than before. I told Pastor that I don't know how long I'm going to continue in medical practice because I feel more and more urgent to serve the Lord because I know that Jesus is coming back very soon. So we We need to be careful not to be attached too much to the things of this world. We need to hurry up to spread the gospel and build his kingdom. Amen. 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 So pleasure of this world is vanity. Look at Ecclesiastes again. Turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verses 9 and 11. Verses 9 and 11. I read for you. Ecclesiastes 2, 9 and 11 I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem Before me In all this my wisdom stayed with me Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done And what I had toyed to achieve Everyone say achieve Achieve Everything was meaningless A chasing after the wind Nothing was gained under the sun. So you can see here that King Solomon achieved many things. Many people may not care much about disco, computer game, nice house, um, smart car, waterfront house. They may not care much about head knowledge, scholarship. Diploma on the wall. But some people really, really want to achieve something. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I watched the movie called Troy. <laughs> and this guy named Achilles. He didn't, want, he didn't want to serve any king. and But what happened is that when, when that king of Greece wanted to attack Troy, the city of Troy. Achilles who never, the best uh, warrior that no one can kill him, could kill him. Say that, I don't want to go. But you know, he was trapped. Because his mother said that, hey, one day when you die, only two generations later, people will forget your name. But if you can overthrow the city of Troy, your name will be remembered for generation to generation that this man, one man, can overthrow the city of Troy, which is the city that no one could overthrow in the past centuries. And Achilles say, I want to have this achievement even though I have to die. I don't care to die. I want achievement. You know, sometimes pa- some time, even pastors like me have to be careful because I may think that, oh, you know, I want to build a big church. I want to have a mega church. I want to do this, do, 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 do. Achievement, but I totally forget about the most important thing in my life is the joy of my salvation. Is the relationship that I should have with God. Amen. So achievement is meaningless. A chasing after the wind. Two or three generations later, people forget about you anyway. Your monument will be gone. Amen. Amen. Look at Matthew chapter 16 verse 26 what Jesus say about achievement. Matthew sixteen twenty-six. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or, for, or what will man give in exchange for his soul? If you have achievement, but you don't have any rewards in heaven, or you don't have any salvation, you don't go to heaven, it's meaningless. It's chasing after the wind. Nothing will gain under the sun. Amen? Amen. Amen. Look at the next one. So he talked about wisdom, about scholar, about knowledge. He talked about um, uh, pleasure. He talked about achievement. Look at next one, Ecclesiastes, chapter 2, verses 17, 18, 22, and 23. Ecclesiastes, chapter 2, verses 17, 18, 22, and 23. When you write, I, I recommend you, when you write this kind of thing, you write verses first, and go to the chapter, and go to the, like, ECC, and then go to the verses first. Okay, let's look at what happened here. So I hated life, because the work, everyone say work, that is done under the sun was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless. A chasing after the wind, I hated all the things I had toyed for under the sun, because I must heave them to the one who comes after me. In other words, whatever you did, after you die, you cannot take take with you. You have to give to the next generation. Verse 22, what does a man get for all the toil and anxious striving with which he labors under the sun? All his days, his work is pain and grief. Even at night, his mind does not rest. Is it true? I see a lot of Chinese people work to death. Work, 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 open a shop. I I remember when I was in Thailand. Some business Chinese men they work seven days a week from seven a.m. to ten eleven p.m. and by fifty years old they have a heart attack. And you know who got all the money? Their kids and their in-laws. They never enjoy anything. I'm serious. Their in-law have good time. These two is meaningless. When you read the new uh, the Amplified Bible, say these two is meaningless. Emptiness, falsity, falsity, F-A-L. F-A-L-S-I-T-Y false, false false thing falsity and futility futile so you can see here that some people may not look for pleasure that you know these Chinese people they don't care about going to Disney World they work 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 work, work, work for 50 years okay <laughs> they don't care about much about having nice home they live in a very small uh, um, like a town home you know, on the third floor of town home in Bangkok. And they don't care much about achievement. They, they don't care about their reputation. They may not care much about having high education. But the only thing they care is, I want to work. I want to work. I, I'm, I'm a bus- businessman. I'm busy. I'm busy, busy. Work is their God. They want to get wealth and be- and they become busy. Some people are very addicted to work. And they think that they are happy when they work. No. It's vanity. Look at Psalm chapter 44 verse 10. What the Bible tried to warn us about. You are so... uh, You become a slave to business of life. Psalm 49 verse 10 I'm sorry, 49. I said it wrong. 49, verse 10. The Bible says, For he sees wise men die. You know, even wise men die. No one live forever. <laughs> Likewise, the fool and the senseless person perish <coughs> and leave their wealth to others. Whether you are wise or fool, you cannot bring even one penny with you. You leave everything for other people to enjoy. Amen? Amen. So be careful. Don't work, 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 Getting money, get money, get money. But never have time for God or to do the mission, to go to mission trip, to serve God, to invite people to to uh, share with them the gospel, to take care of the kingdom of God, to be in the worship team, sing song for God. Uh, go out and a party on Friday with friends, all this stuff, you know. All these things you cannot take with you. Amen. Amen. You need to remember the Lord. Amen. Look at another one. Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verses 10 to 11. Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verses 10 to 11. Whoever loves money never has money enough. Is it true? <laughs> yeah, you know, when you first graduated, you think if I can gain, if I can um, save th- 20000 dollars, oh, I would be happy. When you reach $20,000, uh, 20, you say maybe I should get to twenty-two hundred thousand. When you get to two hundred thousand, I think I should have two million. Is that right? Never enough, never enough. Whoever lose loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. This too is meaningless. As goods increase, so do those who consume them. And what benefit are they to the owner except to feast his eyes on them? The Bible says clearly that money or abundance is meaningless. You can gain more and more and more, but never give you true satisfaction. Amen? Amen. So how many people realize that the more money you have, the more headache you have? Is it true? Yeah, the more money you have, you're going to have to think which bank you're going to put in, what stock market, what mutual fund, how you're going to manage your money, and you worry about people cheating you, you worry about you know uh, the stock market go down. What are you gonna do with money? I mean, more headache. Actually, more money, more headache. Mm. But I know that you say I don't, you don't mind to have money. <laughs> my point is that, my point is that I, I, I'm not against money. <laughs> <laughs> my point is not that it's bad to have money. It's okay. Actually, God wants to give us prosperity. God wants to give us more money if if He can trust us. The problem is sometimes God doesn't want to give us money because He cannot trust us enough. But if you can become trustworthy in His eyes, He can put more money into your hands so that you can spend money in the right way. Money itself is not sinful. It's not bad. But the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So it's okay to have a lot of money. Amen. So you can use money for the gospel. Actually, I'm glad that I will be able to help River of Life Church in Bangkok because they don't have money right now. So I may be able to use my own money first to buy that land for them, that 2 million baht land. I use my personal money and I plan to keep it for them until they want it and then they can just pay me back without interest. So I use money for the kingdom of God. Amen. I want to be a part of seeing thousands of Thai people in Bangkok come to know Jesus Christ. And I want to spend my money for the kingdom of God. Actually, it's nothing wrong that you say, I want to get more money for kingdom so that you can give to the evangelist. You can send your pastor on the business class. (laughs) And the wife too. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Actually, I usually use my, um, my mileage to go on business class because I'm getting older. It's very hard, you know. When you, I, I got out from Seattle. When I get there around midnight, the next day I have to work right away and on and on and on and on. Very jet lag. Sometimes I have to sleep in the car for two hours in, in, during the traffic. And uh, n- normally by the last 24 hours, I have no sleep at all. I, for example, I come back home from the meeting on Sunday night around 1 a.m. I may sleep only two hours and I wake up because of jet lag. And after that, on and on and on and on until finish. At around, I come home by 2 a.m. I have to pack and go to the airport at 4 a.m. in order to get on the plane at 6 a.m. This time I went on the, on the coach class. I tell you very hard, but God still good to me. You know what happened to me on the way back? Even though I, I have to fly coach class, which is difficult for my body because I lack sleep, and after I came back, I have to work right away that morning. What happened? The whole plane was full. No, even one I mean, the whole plane is full, except the seat next to me. Wow. No one sit there. It's amazing. The whole plane actually, I want to sit on the edge uh, on the what you call eye seat. But they said we don't have aisle seat anymore. You have to sit in the middle, and I didn't exchange. God said, "Don't exchange it. Don't change." The the seat next to me is empty, so I can stretch my leg, my arms. You know, God is so. I I cannot lie down like business class. But at least, God, I I was sitting there. I said, "God, you are so good to me. You know my need. I suffer for your kingdom. This trip, I lack sleep. I was so tired." but you gave me extra room for, so I can stretch my leg. You know, Amen. God is so good. Amen. 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 So, nothing wrong to have money, but m- remember this. Money, again, is another chasing after the wind. Don't put your eye on money. Don't attach to money. Use money. This morning I woke up, and I thank God. I tell you, this morning I woke up, I thank God for what happened in Thailand this time every service, I share the gospel five minutes. Every non-believer stand up and accept Christ. Like this. Wow. All the non-believers stand up accept Christ and come out to be prayed for, filled with the Holy Ghost, for under the power, everyone. Amen. We don't have to even teach the lesson called baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay? And not only that, the move of God was so strong like Pastor Rodney meeting was so strong that, and I was woke waking up and say, God, I thank I thank God for Pastor Ronnie, for Pastor, Pastor um, Joe. Joe Cruz, for Mike Francine, that because I, because of the connection, the anointing impart on me, we see more people saved. And God told me this, don't forget to use money to bless them. Mm. Because of them, you are blessed. And then, then you can bless Thailand and bless your church. So don't forget to give mm. to the ministry. So I plan to tell that our church that send money to them, bless them. I don't want to send only my money. I want to send church money. You know why? Because if we send church money, all of us are going to be blessed, not only Pastor Lau, but the whole church is going to be blessed Amen. by blessing the servant of God. You remember this, when you bless the servant of God, you are blessed. Use money Amen. to bless the servant of God. Amen? Amen. Yes. Because these people serve God and bring blessing to the world. Amen. 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 Now, in conclusion, <laughs> pleasure, money, Abundance. Achievement. Business of life. Work, 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 work. Knowledge. Diploma. Are all vanity. Vexity. Meaningless. Okay. Empty. Look at the conclusion of King Solomon. What is the most important thing? Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. Actually, when he wrote this, Um, Bible he wrote Ecclesiastes he already was in the older age but he now reminded himself and remind reminded all the young people in this room right now you're still young, people in this room in the range of what 20 to 30 years old so you're still young Hallelujah so can somebody open Ecclesiastes I read for you uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1 The Bible say remember now your creator in the days of your youth every young person say amen before the difficult days come and the years draw near when you say i have no pleasure in them another word King Solomon make a conclusion that don't put your eyes on money, on achievement, on pleasure, even at your young age. Don't waste your time until you get old. And when you get old, you say, oops, oops, I have made mistake. I put all of my energy when I was young in something else instead of remember my creator Amen. Amen. That's what he make a conclusion. And look at verse 10 in the same chapter. He make a conclusion after he talk of all the success he had, all the money, all the pleasure, everything. He make a conclusion. This is what we need to do in our life. Verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. So, so nothing in life gives us true happiness. The only thing that's going to give us true happiness is to have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And to have a communion with the Spirit of God. I tell you right now, one of the reasons, there are millions of reasons that I love revival, that I love the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I tell you that I, fortunately, I have enjoyed many things in my life football, you know, play soccer. I went to many places in Thailand, including Phuket where the tsunami hit. I enjoy Maui, Waikiki Beach. I enjoy going on the helicopter to see Kauai, uh, Kanahapali or something, uh, cliff, very beautiful. I saw many, many beautiful waterfalls. I enjoy many things in my life. But I have a conclusion that there is nothing better than to be in the manifest presence of God. And every single day, walk with the manifest glory of God wrapping around your body, being inside your body. I went to Bangkok this time. One man, one couple, not one man, one couple were touched by God in April. And for seven days, they told me, they were, they were driving, they were walking in Bangkok last April 19, year 2004 with the presence of God and they say, it's oh, was so wonderful. It's so good. But I warned them that if they are not connected with a revival church, that presence of God can leak and disappear. You need to keep coming to, to the church where there is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And they told me, this time, this trip, I don't want to mention the name. They say that, yes, Pastor Lau, you are right. I have, we have lost the presence of God. And this time, they were touched so much. The husband laughed on the floor for one hour, non-stop. Non-stop. <laughs> that he got up from the, from the floor and he came to me say, said, Pastor, could you pray over me? I want to be under your covering. Now, I want to be in your church. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose the presence of God anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a revival church. It's the most wonderful thing that you can have is that tangible relationship with the Almighty God. Mm-hmm. Sakorn sister came to church on Sunday morning. Last Sunday, she was touched by God, and she didn't want to go back to her home. I think Minburi. She sit in the hotel from 1 p.m. down to 7 p.m. to wait for the next meeting. And when I walk back into the room, I say, do you don't go home? No, I love to be in the presence of God. People in Bangkok are so hungry for the presence of God. I want to bring that spirit to our church here that we all will love the presence of God like people in Asia. They just value and, you know, I, I tell you, there's nothing better Happier, more joyful than to have a personal relationship with Christ and to have communion with the Spirit of the living God and fear Him and serve Him and obey His commandments. Amen. 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 So I want to encourage all of you. Nothing wrong to have pleasure. Sometimes Pastor Da and I, we we, we watch movies just to relax. You know, last night I watched the movie Troy because I was so tired I, I cannot prepare sermon anymore I need to lie down and relax you know we sometimes we, we enjoy some movie we learn something from movie I try to learn something spiritual lesson from the movie we don't let the movie swal- swallow us but we try to learn something for spiritual lesson sometimes we need to have a vacation there's nothing wrong that God bless you financially nothing wrong to be successful I'm very successful in my job you know in my medical practice but those things are not the most important thing in our life. The most important thing in our life is to be in the presence of God and to have a personal relationship with Him. I will never exchange that relationship and the tangible presence of God that, we, that comes from revival or the outpouring of the Holy Spirit with anything else. Amen. Amen. Any question? Are you convinced tonight that this is what we, we need to do? Amen? We need to seek the presence of God. Let us pray together. Father, we pray in Jesus' mighty name that you will help all of us to stay focused, that we will focus in Jesus. We will, Lord, always love to be in the presence of God. We fear you. We want to serve you. We want to, Lord, always, Lord, follow you. We will remember you in the days of our youth, Lord. And we want to, Lord, fulfill the purpose, fulfill the purpose that you give to us. You help us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, that we will never backslide. We will never walk away from the ways of God. We will fear you. We want to follow you all the days of our life, Lord. Oh, Lord, help us, help our church to be on fire I love Jesus yes. all the days of our life, Lord. We bless you indeed. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. God bless you. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank, you. Thank, you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at 206-275-1042 or visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address, New Hope International Church, 9170 Southeast 64th Street, Mercer Island, Washington, 98040. Thank you very much.